Progate Racing presents show us your tips midweek preview time off the back of a wet weekend and a subsequent Newcastle meeting where a few things change, but the best horses probably won the best races, I'd say, by and large. Um, much take out of Newcastle, Beaver? Oh, look, um, didn't change too much. Newcastle certainly seemed to uh, favour horses coming down the middle of the track um, yeah. and running on. It certainly, was, it certainly wasn't... Um, favoring anything up on the lead everything ran on and and came from came from off the pace there um us was outstanding um probably stamped itself as a Crawford cup melbourne cup contender um certainly um if they choose to go that way yeah the thing is um uh, fangirl was um, yeah came up. the thing is that, that maybe that race maybe realize is that there's just not many good horses around is a problem. No, there's not. You know, you got thinking over beating up them all in the lead up and then she did a great job and was very impressive. And, you know, I'm going to be more than happy to back her in the Sydney Cup and probably in a Caulfield Cup. But to suggest, like, you can't just keep having a Wings come along every two years. So no, that's suggest right. to me that the rest of, you know, the good Colts, good Colts go to stud and then, you know, the Phillies are all average. So, you know, and you don't really get the, the tough old geldings anymore. Look at our sprinters as well. So, that was, I think, what it made me realise. Um, you know, you'd never see half of those fillies in the uh, vinery ever again by the time they turn four. So, um, you know, they yeah, just it's, race around it's, it's, against average horses. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. But, you know, a lot of those horses, when you look at the, the big race, you know, Jewess did look to have a mortgage on it. Um, think it over. Well, there was a question mark over 2,400 and then Spanish Mission, just doesn't have that acceleration um, that, that a horse like US has. And, um, but did it, I didn't see any yeah. reports. Was there um, an issue? It was tailed out. I didn't, I didn't, uh, haven't, haven't had a look uh, myself either, mate, but uh, it was good. Fangirl bounced back to form and was, was mm. very tough. Um, was it, was a nice win. I thought Newcastle suited. Uh, the other race. The, once they moved to Newcastle. On the drier track, Fangirl became a lot. I think we, neither of us really mentioned it apart from yes. the quaddy, but um, yeah, I was a little bit keener once he got to Newcastle. Yes, um, but that was, yeah, there's a, a lot of horses that went across the line there um, together. Uh, it was a good race. And Mr. Mozart and our play girl fought it out, which was uh, relatively predictable. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah. Taxu got just beaten in the first. Yeah, yeah, he's got nabbed, unfortunately. But uh, it was what it was. I don't know what really it means for this week. I'd, apart from obviously do us heading, I assume, to a Sydney Cup now. It's a $2 million race. But uh, what it means for Doncaster, which we'll discuss on Thursday night, I'd, not much, I'd suggest. No, not a lot out of that. Uh, should we get on to any other takeaways from the weekend? Mornington played pretty well. We um. Well, Mornington. we didn't really mention Mornington, but uh, the couple we did all won. Yes, uh, we had uh, a fairly reasonable day there, I think. Um, all things being equal. Yeah, Rousseau and... Uh, uh, I, think, I think I got the quaddy, didn't I? I, I tipped the quaddy. Uh, that was Mooney Valley. Oh, that was Mooney Valley on a Friday night. Long time ago. Right. It was only a week ago. Long time um, ago, forget that. Yeah, you yeah, did. And... Uh, you mentioned a couple at Mornington that all got home. So, all in all, okay, Link. We'll uh, 
it was okay. We we're looking forward to getting into better stuff this week with the Doncaster, the TJ, and uh, day one of the championships coming up. So that should be very interesting to get into tomorrow. But we've got midweek racing. We've waffled a bit now. We'll get into our midweek racing stuff. Where uh, we've done Sandown today. I've sort of half got the feeling Canterbury is going to be abandoned. So we haven't. We'll, we'll put up any tips. We'll put our best bets if it does go ahead tomorrow on our social media, uh, on Facebook and Twitter. Show us your tips, but uh, until then, let's get into Sandown. We're back on the hillside again, just for something different. Uh, and the rail goes out 10 meters, good track, and uh, an average card kick off with the two year olds mm. over 1300 meters. Um, yeah, yeah, average card, you reckon? Yeah, I think it's a bit of an average card, but uh, I think you can find a few winners there. Um, yeah, we tend to sometimes strike it lucky when we go average card. And uh, how are we starting with the two year olds? Yeah, look, I've gone for the um, tried and true and tested uh, one start, one win in Resnamia. I thought it was pretty impressive on Taboo. Uh, It's from a good yard and uh, sat handy and came away for a win. Uh, It should probably potentially lead this and um, might be be hard to run down. It was well fancied first start, so no reason that can't be fancied again here. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I thought it was a nice enough win sitting outside lead at Pakenham. It did beat Jamara in a trial in the lead up to that key rival here. And um, I think gate one sets up nicely to just ride the rail as can happen at Sandown early and be very hard to beat. Amenable has trialed well a couple of times and might be a watch from the, the price yard, but yeah, not telling you the market isn't there. Race two is the first of our 64s over 1400 meters. Tricky race, open market. I ended up defaulting to, well, the governor Landy off the win last time, beat most of these pretty convincingly. Does lose Damien Lane, but it is an apprentice race. And um, at the each way, happy to play with it in, you know, no real confidence here when it's $6 a field. Uh, did you have any better thought than this? It's only first and second, right? No it is dividends, yeah, so It is too. Um, yeah, makes it a bit tricky there. Look, any of the seven can win. There's no doubt about it. I just settled on Fields of Ivy uh, coming across from the Adelaide stable for McAvoy. Uh, that's always a good pointer. Gets a couple of, or oh, they all get a claim here. So, um, or gives them a little bit lighter. Um, so, no benefits with any of the weight pool. Uh, but I thought it's third up. Um, so, it sets up okay for it here. It's 1400. Um, can run a good race. Race three is the. Uh... We'll get back over 1,400 with another 64 where one of my better bets on the card comes up here. Surikate uh, was wide and finished on the heels of Mac and Cheese last time in Adelaide. We saw Mac and Cheese come out and be pretty impressive in a listed race on the weekend. And I think this, well, it's obviously only 64 grade. This back here sets up lovely for it, I thought. Does get Jamie Carr as well. Yeah, I I was the same. Um, Mac and cheese. Jeez, that was a good win on the weekend. Mm. Uh, that's an impressive horse, and it's it's going places. It'll win some good races. Mm. So based on that, I think uh, you're probably right. I think this is about the best bet on the card. Yeah, race uh, three, number five. The fourth is a benchmark seventy over the mile, where I think there's two chances here. Uh, firstly, my whisper has been good both starts his prep. Goes up in grade, but uh, down in weight a little. Jamie Carr sticks, and it looks like the mile will be fine for it. Lightly raced, and as the market's just hard to beat, and I thought the main danger was White Hibiscus. Now she's broken back through. 
uh, back at a track where she's uh, probably run her best races. Damien Oliver, gate one, can probably sit a little bit closer, I think. And I think that was really the, the story of the race. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, a bit scared here, mate, because so I found exactly the same. I thought my whisper was the hardest to beat um, and its main danger was probably going to be white hibiscus. Um, but I just had my whisper on top. I think it's just a little bit uh, classier and the service of uh, Carl Snowden, um, I think it'll be good enough to win. Excellent. Uh, Lunatic Fringe can, Fringe can probably run it as third. Uh, the fifth is the mile again, 64, a couple of lightly raced things here. How do you split these two at the top of the market? Yeah, I went for the third one in the market, actually. I went for Hammer On uh, yeah. from the Wallace Stable. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, I thought I thought it was very good first up. Really liked the way it just set off the pace. Um, it's 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 probably going to improve on that. It was well found in the market. Uh, carries the same weight. And I just like the way it hit the line. Um, I think it'll probably um, run really well and uh, suited at the sticking at the 1600 for its second race start. So uh, hammer on for me. I've got a feeling a dry track will suit it better too. I don't think it necessarily plowed through the wet there. Yeah, that, so that's right. It's another tick. I thought um, I just went the other way, but um, it was I thought it was the, one of the only two chances with Detonator Jack. It was wide impressive and we've seen it on the dry uh i was happy to take on your fet i didn't even realize it was shorter than hammer on there but yeah i was happy to go detonator jack from hammer on i think they're the two key the two key hopes and yeah you summed up its chances quite well as well the 2400 meter staying contest on the card uh part of my wednesday every week who's on top for you yeah, look, I've gone for a bit of value here. I've gone for the Waterhouse, not a bad buy. Um, suddenly had a small number of starts, was a bit, uh, you know, first two preparations, only had the one start and was put out. Um, gets the blinkers on, trod well at, at, at Chuka, um, beat by three lengths, Trezette, and I think Trezette finished fourth in the last um, on stat day. And then prior to that, uh, had some decent form, won a nice maiden at uh, Newcastle and then went to, to Gosford and wasn't overly impressive. Um, I like the fact that um, they've taken it from Sydney down to Melbourne. It's trolled down there and uh, trolled really well. And this is not a tough uh, affair. So at the double figure odds, I'm going not a bad buy. Yeah, went looking for it. I, I, I think the, yeah, back on dry will suit and there's a tail in this race. I've penned all the warnable stuff. So by default, I was left with the favourite on top. Hit uh, the line well enough for this race two weeks back. Uh, Miletus, uh, Miletus, I speak of. And uh, will be hard to beat here. But, uh, yeah, the second, I sort of had a similar logic with the Waterhouse yard there. Newadon suggests he doesn't tend to hang around. So I think the foot's going to be on the pedal pretty early. And that's and what I like. In a race like this, yeah, it might have him off the bit a long way out. So... Uh, definitely, definitely worth an each way play. Second last is the thousand meter 64 here. We saw sparring come here and just missed last time. Are you going with that or are you looking elsewhere? I'm looking elsewhere. I've landed on direct. Um, I know it's, uh, doesn't win out of turn, but it's been around the money, um, in some really good races. So if you go back 
five starts ago, won really nicely at Cranbourne by a couple of lengths, then come out and finished close behind General Bow and Profiteer. Went for a spell and then resumed at a dollar forty um, and got set on the pace and then got run down there at Moody Valley and then similarly last start just got pipped um, with sixty two and a half. So it gets a kilo, couple of kilo claim here for Cartwright. Um, I think it can go forward and I think it'd be hard to beat here over the thousand. Nice. I um I ended up with sparring on top. Uh, I think it was a pretty good run for wide last time and. Uh, now drawn inside, hopefully get some more favours here. I would look for a bit of value as well in Star Waltz. Uh, just before it went out, it was led up Espiona in a group race. Obviously, there's no Espiona here. It was over a little bit further. But before that, uh, Renault K at some shorter trips. Fresh here, I think, may fresh here down in weight and stable going quite well. I think uh, might be a value play for your exotics as well. Uh, so that was... The thinking there, the thousand meter land, some funny stuff can happen sometimes. And we finished the day with the highest graded race on the day, 1800 meters, benchmark 78. How are you taking us home? Yeah, I think it is the best race on the day, too, and uh, probably the most open um, and competitive race here. Uh, so plenty of chances. I've settled on quality time. Um, Craig Williams, uh, Chris Waller. Uh, Great Britain horse had really good form over there. Uh, one, three, uh, one, two out of three of its last three starts over there. Um, and then came here and first up at Sandown over the 1400, the unsuitable. Finished off nicely, uh, beef about five lengths behind the garden. Um, wasn't expected to win, but uh, sat back and just, just got home nicely. I think the step out of up of 400 metres is right up its alley. It's going to be heaps fitter. Um, gets a good run here and uh, super hard to beat. But plenty of other chances. Yeah, I probably was hoping for a bit more of a flashing light, but with Waller especially, when they're not expected to win, they don't tend to you know, surprise either. So uh, it will run well, I think. I've got tons, uh, two odds I, I like here. Majorati off a win now down south. Uh, might control this and give you a site around 12 bucks. And Tarn's Prince resumed with a win in the same grade, uh, gets a nice run, gate five, and he's $13 off that win. And I thought that was a quite a good win, actually. So it um, was with the higher ranked horses and um, it had the big question mark on quality time, but he covered that off. A few of these are, are up in grade and obviously can be on the way through, but uh, yeah, happy with the value in the last there. Appropriateracing.com.au, obviously check them out. They're free tips, extensive guides, and uh, plenty of news at the moment. Your best in value at Sandown? My best bet comes up in what was race four? Was Three, four? number yeah. five, uh, surrogate. And my value bet comes up in... The last, which is race eight, number six, quality time. Very good. Uh, I'm with you both races. Stereocat uh, will run well in the blue colours in race three. And I'm going to make Tarn's Prince my value in the last around $13. Uh, have you got anything up north? How's the weather up there? I haven't even looked. No, I think it's I think it's no good, mate. I didn't do anything up there because I think it's already off, isn't it? You're probably right. Doombin and... Yeah, Warwick um, Farms are banned. Yeah, it's already off. off. And 
I'm not holding my breath for Canterbury. Canterbury was quite weak when I looked as well. So we'll post our best. We'll post a couple of bets once scratchings and uh, final decisions made at Canterbury in the morning. But until then, thanks for joining us, guys. Good punning at Sandown tomorrow and very excited to be looking towards day one of the championships on a Thursday night. Good luck, Beaver. Catch you soon. Thanks, Mark. Perfect.